Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Xbox the Box and Xbox Podcast. My name is Potato Chief or Lewis or whatever you want to call me, and I'm with my good friend Alice. Hello, Alice. How are you doing? Hello, and I've clawed myself out of the hole, and apparently my electric kettle is broke. We had a I had a power car, and I thought, oh no, it's going to hamper the nefarious plans to spread misinformation across. And turns out, turned on the kettle, went to the bathroom, and then like, oh, it's trip electrics. See, but- that's a very British problem. The fact that uh, our kettle, the kettle, is what kills all your power. I think many Americans will have that issue. <laughs> is there an actual plot, like story, when an enemy is about to take over the world, is charging up power, and then gets completely cut out because the kettle tripped the power? <laughs> I mean, kettles take up so much electricity. I mean, Americans probably wouldn't understand that, but they do for some reason. It's like if you ever have a power cut, it's always to do with the kettle. It's like it's the thing that uses the most electricity out of everything. It uses more electricity than the Xbox does. All the, or like a game's console, oh yeah, anything. one hundred percent. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it's just all it does is heat up water. So it's just that yeah, baffling. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we were discussing before before the podcast starts that uh, that you have that issue, so that sucks. Uh, hopefully, that is going to be resolved now. Uh, we got quite a busy episode. I got a, we got how many news items we got today? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight news items plus our topic of the show. And yes. yeah, so we've got a lot to cover today, but we're going to try and aim for around about an hour. That's usually our go-to. And I got a couple of the news. One, I've got an mm. iPad Mini is now acting as my secondary monitor. Not connected to the computer, but as long as you're signed in in lots of different apps, it can act as your companion, so win. Also, if I can take it out, you can see i got a new mechanical mm-hmm. board, which you could see on the screen, and it does not oh, interfere hello. with the computer setup. So much smaller, it. more space for my microphone, because my desk is pretty narrow uh, along the end but even if I said like oh, I'm just going to distance myself on Amazon you still find yeah. something that you can easily get in Amazon it just kind of sucks <laughs> but the <laughs> keyboard is gone it goes straight from the manufacturer and it is yeah. stocked up uh, with Amazon as a distributor so therefore yeah you just like you pretty much have to like roll with it same with like different items and now I have to go buy a new electric kettle and hope for the best. Apart from that, it's got like Tassimo machines, so I made a latte. But anyway, I'm not sponsored for this episode, okay? I, I would like to be sponsored. If you want to sponsor us, that sounds great. I love the fact that we're like completely the opposite when it comes to our like our production. I, my webcam is like super cheap. My ca- I got a blue, I got a blue Yeti, which is probably the most expensive part of my equipment. But the wire keeps coming out of it, so it's not very practical. I got a cheap blue, I got a cheap green screen. Instead of using a light, I'm using my TV for a lighting system. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm like, everything stuck together with like gorilla tape or whatever, just hold, barely holding it apart. <laughs> That's all wow. my stuff. All my and I go computer. There's like dies every ten minutes. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think that's your. I would say your computer's on left on the grill. Yeah, if anyone will, you know, if you want to help us get help me get a new computer, um, follow me on Patreon or uh, 
give you money Gerald <laughs> it's okay for you to set up your GoFundMe or some sort like that I mean yeah, I make, I make a GoFundMe I need a laptop <laughs> yeah. nah, but I'm you know times are hard hard times but uh, you know you did uh, consider getting an elite series controller and I was like oh, why about the laptop a- get that laptop <laughs> If I, if I, uh, yeah, if I had like, yeah, I was saying if I, if I, like, if I got a bit of a windfall, that would probably be one of the things I would get. But, oh, but then I'm also considering selling my PS5 because literally the only game I want to play on it is Spider Man 2, and that's not coming out for another like eight, nine months. And it's literally Actually, just going to be collecting best. How about a good idea? Seeing you get all the consoles left for generation, if you sell your yeah. PlayStation 5, you may have enough money. To get a new computer, genius. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I can't really afford it at the moment. I need to think about that. But yeah, everything seems to be running fine at the moment. But obviously, it could all just fall apart. It's like a stack of cards, like it was a house of cards. Put one, it's like oh, <laughs> everything just falls apart. Um, yeah, just make sure but, that yeah. you're not left in this burning dell of this whole place. Yeah, I hope so. I hope not. Yeah, we're doing a uh, yeah. We did a lot of videos this last couple of weeks as well, if you guys mm-hmm. have noticed. I've uh, been working my butt off on this. Shorts, yeah, I mean, videos, all this stuff. And we recently did a cringe short of us doing Hi-Fi Rush with first spoken dialogue. So it's just... So, yeah, they yeah, basically I've, released this and I've it's like it. so much cheese. But you couldn't get any more cheesier than like one of those Shaq Choi's videos. Stack all the ham and cheese, uh, t- yeah. deep frying it. I mean, I, this yeah, thing, I would literally want to eat that. I also like listen to the Bank ASMR uh, on some bedtime nights. So it's a good. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I don't understand mukbang. If I mean, for people who don't know what mukbang is, it's essentially listening to people eating food. I never understood that. It's a bit weird to me. Mm. ASMR mukbang. Oh, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, what was I was going to say. Oh yeah, so that was us flexing our voice, uh, voice acting. Uh, with you know, like someone said, someone put all oh, these voice, these voice actors ain't very good or something like that in the comments. And I'm like, yeah, it's just, it's just us. We're not, we aren't even hire voice actors to do a, <laughs> to do a short. So do what you want from us. Well, I mean. <laughs> well, I think it's just one person's opinion. So they're probably like yeah. expecting too much, but honestly, yeah, I did. I did some like voice acting practice. I've been getting feedback because I was in the voice acting server. So it's like, uh, like I I've been going on sending clips around, and I I don't know if I would share those on the like a podcast file, but I don't know. But it's just like me doing like some of the voice lines for the Ruby characters and stuff like that. And I don't know, it's just like, I could like make lines, but it's just my vocal range is like two now in the moment. So I was kind of yeah, hoping I would like expand it. And I was just like, I want to do this. But uh, at the moment, it's just like when you're in like out of a community of voice actors and it's like you couldn't get uh, anything out. It's just so difficult to like not only add, but also like get feedback. Because I'm in Cornwall and I don't know if there's any places where you can do acting. And that's why I was given the suggestion, like, go to acting classes and learn how to act before you start voice acting. And it's just like, uh, I just couldn't get any of this sh- 
from I just like, here. I just like doing voices, you know, like do a Napa, do a Napa voice, or be an adult. I'm going to be an adult today. What are you doing? I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it, Napa. Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> I got so many. I just, I just like doing stupid voices. That's all I ever do when it comes to voice acting. <laughs> huh. 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 Well, Hello, guys. <laughs> ha 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 ha! People, li- people listening into this podcast at this point are like, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> it's so random. Uh, so yeah, we got off topic. This a is bit not a. This is not a bug. It's just a feature. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's not doesn't add to the conversation. Uh, we, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Too sweet. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Bye. That was supposed to be me. Give me a too sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh so I've got I was gonna say now. Oh yeah. So it's in the news, but we hit 50 subscribers, so we wanted to thank you guys. Before we just mention it now while we're talking about the channel. Uh, thank you very much. We're still a small channel. We're still growing. We put a lot of time and effort into this channel. Probably put a bit too much time and effort into it, considering it's like a hobby and we're not getting paid for it. We literally like stayed up till the early hours of the morning editing videos and stuff. But we like doing it, and we enjoy it. But it's like, if you, like getting 50 subscribers is really... We really appreciate it, and it's... Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's it was a lot quicker than I thought. We thought we'd hit fifty subscribers by the end of twenty twenty three, but we're in February. We we managed to hit fifty, so that's pretty good going. Well, we, we still by the end of the year. That's the that should be a goal, guys. Maybe it should be just like ninety fifty subscribers to go before no nine hundred and fifty subscribers to go before we hit one thousand, and that's when we get some monetization on YouTube. But okay, you, you're not supposed to like hear this because. It sounds as if we need money. Well, we do need money, but we're not <laughs> we're not uh, trying to emphasize on profits. We're just trying to yeah. emphasize on people reacting to this stuff we do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, well, you know, I mean, I'm just happy that we got any viewers at all, and I'm just enjoying. I just enjoying the channel. I enjoyed making stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I would like. I would like to be a millionaire. I mean, think everyone is, but obviously everyone's budgets are t- uh, everyone's struggling at the moment. So obviously, if you can't afford to pay, give me money towards my Patreon or anything like that, that's totally understandable. And I just appreciate you viewing us and subscribing if you if you are. So thanks for joining. And if that this channel, and if that fails, to. you can turn your Potato Pro Wrestling into a ASMR channel. Yeah, I'll just eat potatoes. Or, uh, <laughs> that'll be the channel. <laughs> Eating potato wrestling. I don't know. Something like that. Uh, that would be like cannibalism, yeah, yeah. isn't Yeah. I think that's what someone's like. You know, like you'll see like people like going, I'll eat a picture of PewDiePie every day until PewDiePie responds. I need someone to do, I'll eat a potato every day until potato responds. I need that to happen one day. Also, there's a, there's a singer potato on the mass Singer this year. And it's not me. I promise, guys, it's not me. <laughs> I'm not the mass singer. I'm not the potato on the mass singer, I swear. There's mm. a guy dressed up in a potato outfit. I'm like, he just stole my whole gimmick. I feel riffed off. <laughs> well, consider that deep fright. <laughs> yeah, so we've got off on a little bit of a tangent. So, should we go back to what we usually do? We start the episode off with what we always do. What is have we the been boring? Playing? 
the boring stuff. The boring. It's not boring. What do you mean? It's the best part of the show. We're talking. going to talk about Hi-Fi Rush for another twenty minutes because of how great it is. Also, because uh, we're talking about how much content we have, we should have our spoiler cast up. It should yes. probably be up before this episode goes up. I think. Maybe. Well, or it's coming afterwards. soon. Just coming soon. Coming soon. But hoping it will yeah. be released at the end of this week. Because Hopefully, in a moment, this one is different because we're not using the overlay. Instead, yeah. I got the spoiler cast. It's already done in audio format. It's just I need to yeah. dress it up in gameplay feeds. And it appears as if, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of stuff to trim, but there's definitely a blooper there where your dog knocked out the microphone while recording. Yeah, she does And your that. reaction is like... priceless. <laughs> Yeah, it's annoying. It was more of an, it was a sound of annoyance. I love my dog to bits, but she's old and she likes to just stand up and walk around randomly and just knock over all my stuff. Uh, I would so, say yeah. she just tipped over the snowball with it. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, we be both be playing High Fi Rush. If you want to hear us talk in detail about High Fi Rush, it's literally going to be a spoiler cast, which is about forty minutes of us just talking about how great the game is. We both love it to bits. Yeah. I was considering upping it to a 10 out of 10, but I think I'm going to keep it a 9 out of 10 because... Just keep uh, things more consistent. There's some, there's some things that I think knock it down a peg, but there's some things that knock it up. Like, so I've balanced it out. I am 9 out of 10. I'm sticking to it. Also, we've got to just we got to come to an agreement. With our 10-point scale, we uh, we we got to just have no 0.5s, and then if we, have, if we have a disagreement, then we have a 0.5, if that makes any sense. So if I say nine and you say eight, we'll get have an eight point five. But we neither of us can say eight point five to start. Does that make sense? Could be rounded up to the nearest number. So if it's yeah. eight point five, okay. nine. No, but then if we both say ten. But then that means that we both have to say ten for a game to be a ten out of ten, which is going to be rare, which makes it even more rare, which is what I can't want to do. So if you say nine and I say ten, it's still going to be a nine. So yeah, so unfortunately. That's right. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, uh, all yeah, I can share yeah, is that yeah. if you want more stuff on it, wait until the spoiler cast comes out. Sorry to be a yeah. nuisance there. But um, so far, much, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the cool thing is when you record the gameplay clips, you also complete the game. So I did some more yeah. gameplay clips, which could be about like Ooh. seven gigabytes of 1080p footage and that's even at 30 frames per second imagine that nice. but yeah, anyway so, uh i've well, got also some done the full... i've Sorry, go also i just like done some like gameplay footage and i actually completed a couple more stages on easy well actually mm. three stages on easy and i've also completed all the difficulties of the first track except for the river master I would be really, really nervous to do that if it means to like keep sucking at it and having to do the whole stage again. Yeah. But the real problem <laughs> is, is that I'm fine with like beating up enemies. It's just trying to get into the rhythm for the S rank in the middle. And that is, to me, yeah. it's a very hard thing to do. Mm -hmm. I, I was going to say, the. the it like I was gonna say, because uh, we give it a nine out of ten, but then I think the the last level, the last two levels, I think bump it up to a ten out of ten. But then, as you said just then, the the achievements don't stack or the levels don't stack. Yes. So if you beat a level and hard or 
or River Master or whatever it is, you've still got to beat it on easy, which is really annoying. So you have to beat the game five times to get all the achievements, and you have to do it perfectly, and it doesn't stack. And then I don't. I think the bonus rooms can be really frustrating. If you were like, if you were in my like, there's like little bonus stages. Uh, if you were in my house, you'd be able to hear me screaming. I'm like yelling and swearing every ten seconds, like you piece of fan. <laughs> I'm just yelling at them. What's that? <laughs> I'm up. Was it doing Spectrum. your mobile difficulty? I was doing it on hard difficulty, but yeah, doing Spectre rooms, they're like really difficult. Some of the Spectre rooms are really difficult without like going into too much spoilers. So, did you I curse- think that, that did it down a bit for me, but I've nine out of ten still. That's what but I'm saying. That's did you curse a lot when somehow in one of the scenes you failed to catch that certain person? Uh, well, like, no, I thought that was funny. But, uh, that was again spoilers. There's a part where you have to catch someone, and I, f- I failed to catch it, and it was hilarious because it just, it just the comic timing of it was really funny. Uh, well, because I would imagine you'd be like, "You bloody donut! You, you didn't catch her." I know. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, w- w- there's a lot of hi-fi rush. Co- pretty much, our channel should just be renamed like. Xbox the Hi-Fi Rush because the amount of Hi-Fi Rush stuff we have on the channel. We got like four or five shorts. We got the review. We got the spoiler cast. We got me talking about how it's better than God of War, which it is. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, we we kind of we went in a lot with Hi-Fi Rush this last week or so. So if you like Hi-Fi Rush, so much content for you to check out. Uh, but what else have you been playing? Hey, the Infinite. Um. There's a new event yeah. going on, which I could not remember the name. I think it's something beginning with Noble, some sort. Basically, it releases even more okay. unreleased content. So you have, like, the... I think it's the Commando uh, shoulder pads, but there's also, like, Recon shoulder pads, and both of them are actually for Marks 5. So also you get, like, a couple of the armor coatings. But as for the kits, so they're pretty... The only thing that's necessary with those kits is just gives you some extra bits of lore with Halo Reach's storyline. Because I think one of them is supposed to be the one member of Noble Six who may have died before allowing your player character to take part. And I think that's pretty interesting. But... The original Noble Six. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so... Otherwise, it's just by more grinding for items that's all that's what it is however somehow i know this is going to be a news but i'm going to mention it anyway two yeah, exciting right. things happened this week that got me playing in halo infinite again there's a yeah. community playlist which means you you finally get to play community maps and i think this is by far the one of the best things they ever did for the game because they took the community maps and put it into the game and i only like played two of them there's yeah. one of the maps which is like I don't remember the na- the name that's the f- map that's from Halo. It's like with three bridges and this section at the top right. with a teleporter. I don't know. Oh but, yeah. But yeah, this one has been remade. It just looks miles better than like the one in Reach. It's like more realistic and has more detail, and you can easily tell yeah. that it's a developer map and it's not. And I think it just shows how much oh, okay. power you can get from the Forge. So I really enjoy this map. Nice. I've also been playing on, like, um, I think it was on the 
one of the maps that kind of looks as if it came from like Halo 2 or some sort. I don't know. But I played on it twice. Yeah. But then I had to play Fiesta to play some like get some more challenges to get all the rest of the items. But I think the community maps chosen for the playlist so far. I haven't checked the others, but it's really hard to tell uh, between that and the rest of the community uh, playlist. So therefore, it's just like for it's just really, really great. And mm. I just, in my opinion, that it is much deserved to be included. So I hope the free for free get to throw in more maps and you can definitely tell how much the hard work the players have put into it. So, so I think he's just like, uh, I just hope they would add more maps and just give say something that Halo Infinite has been lacking for over a year is offering the spice variety of a spice of life or some sort. I don't know. I don't know how that goes. No, I think that's, no, I get it. That's, that's totally understandable. Like, uh, yeah, I, I need to play it. I, I've, I thought the bigger, I thought there was a 10 tier battle pass coming out on the 21st, or, was, or did I misread that? But or is that already, is that the battle pass you're already playing? Like, like it's a temporary battle pass, like a 10 tier one. Uh, or that's only it? for, that started from today and goes on for two weeks. Oh, shit. oh is it till the 21st then? I must have yes. got the dates wrong. Ah, uh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll probably be playing that tonight then. Now you've said that, I like Halo and I want to go back and play it. It's actually a live service that actually I enjoy. Spoiler, like teasing the topic of the show a little bit there. Yeah, so just you got to stay tuned. <laughs> uh, now, another thing is, um, you should also check out the shop because not only return some of the really good packages there and you get like the black and green weapon pack, but you finally get to buy a an item for t that is closest to Hell Jumper from Halo Five. So the one that Buck wears in Halo Five, you can get yeah. a Firefall helmet on its own for two hundred credits. It's not bad. I have to have a look at that then. It's a bit um, buy for me yeah. because it's one of the best helmets on Halo Infinite, and I certainly got that. So I'm a happy owner of it. Also, I owned a few bits of items from the shop that I found to be very good. But I yeah. think given the Unreal Engine rumors, it's just a bit of a question for like the items there. But, but then the point is, better to get it if I fancy it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to play that tonight. Now you've said that that's a thing, I'm totally playing that tonight. I'm going to try to lock all the stuff. Uh, whenever there's a new 10 tier battle pass, I always try and do, like play it and get everything on it. Like whenever they bring it, like they have an event for like a week or something, I'll always try to lock everything. But that's something I'm going to definitely do. Um, I've been playing Vampire Survivors again because I can't stop. It's addiction. <laughs> uh, I just because uh, they just announced. Well, this is in the news, but I'll I'll mention it now. A version for 1.3 is coming out soon. I thought it was already out. I looked, and like it's not, it's not on there yet. It's got a new stage called Backcountry. It has a new item called Charm and Chaos Melisharite item. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that means. And then you can also buy a max egg. Where well, you can buy eggs normally, you can buy a max egg, which is interesting. Mm. Um, which looks like it breaks the game if you buy it. <laughs> That's what it looks like for the trailer. Um, yeah, it looks so, super fun, the DLC, but I, I was just playing the normal mode. I just beat the last level. I just got to like, the end of the 
I got to 30 minutes in the last stage, the DLC stage, uh, for, for the first time earlier. I was doing that while I was waiting for you to fix your electricity. I was playing a bit of Vampire Survivors. <laughs> <laughs> um, game is still amazing. I still love it. It's just pure gameplay. Uh, we've talked about how much we love it. Uh, as I said, new new uh, new stuff being added soon, which is great. Uh, if you haven't played it, I re- highly recommend it. It is our, one of our Game of the Year winners who won a lot of awards at our Game of the Year awards last year. Highly recommend Vampire Survives. Maybe we should do a spoiler cast of Vampire Survives. I don't really know what we would talk about. <laughs> like, there's not really a plot. <laughs> well, <laughs> then it's no point then. We can't just like spoiler cast everything, though. It's just like saying, yes, oh, Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> spoiler cast. Did you know that they saved the princess at the end? I mean, that's spoilers, but sorry. Sorry, guys, <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's also in another castle, which is like a nice plot twist they have halfway through the game at every, sta- at every stage. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so we'll move um, on to the news. Yeah. Uh, add, uh, yeah, let's get on to the news, actually, because... It turns out we've got a lot more uh, to cover. So, so we already covered, so covered with games. fifty subs, Halo Infinite. So, so what we got here? Uh, so uh, up next is with Tekken Eight inch, uh, Tekken Eight information, which I'm not actually aware of. So you might need to you might need to tell me about this, and then we can discuss. Uh, <laughs> took you a long to notice that, but anyway, what happened is Tekken 8 has finally got some like extra clips. Not only there's an unveiling of a character called uh, Neo of some sort. Okay. Yeah, she's one of the original fighters who's now back for Tekken 8. And also there's another clip that talks about the developer interview and it outlines like new gameplay changes. So they got some. Right. They they actually expand on the gameplay. That's from Tekken Six, and they only take a few bits from Tekken Seven. So therefore, if you enjoy Tekken Six and you don't really enjoy Tekken Seven, then you may find Tekken Eight to be a bit better. But the theme of this, which is also a keyword, is aggression, which means the game makes it better if you tend to spam buttons and go get a bit aggressive. So there's no rage state. Also, it takes a recoverable health bar for the Tekken Tag Tournament games, which means you can recover the health back. But there's a difference that you you should not distance yourself from the fighter. Instead, you go on doing more attacks, and as you guard or make hits, that white recoverable bar will eventually recover, which means that if you get hit and... If you're able to counteract and just keep fighting the opponent, then you end up with more health. So that that means that people who like get more aggressive or try to like corner the opponent, then you're definitely gonna have a more better time with Tekken 8. But anyway, it's oh, coming out neat. for PlayStation Xbox and I don't know about PC, but <laughs> the game is definitely coming. It's good PC. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. De- when I play fighting games, I'm always the aggressor. I'm always an aggressive player. Uh, like there's like there's like most people either are aggressive or the defensive, and I'm very w- aggressive when it comes to game. When it comes to fighting games, I have a problem where I just keep going in for the attack, and it's usually obvious. 
and that's how people contact me because they can uh they can they can tell what I'm going to do next because I'm always on the attack. So yeah, that's a something that I, I, that sounds good to me. I'm totally down for that. I'm definitely going to be buying Tekken Eight at some point. I love Tekken. Always Haram is always my character of choice. I like well, kicking. That is point. if you pay centi quid for it. But speaking of which, Ooh. Ooh. Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom <laughs> is going to be seven dollars. Is that what you found out? Seventy dollars. Yeah, not, you said six. <laughs> um, yeah, they put the so. PlayStation, they stay they, the start of this generation. They go PS5 games are so expensive to make, blah blah blah, seventy dollars. And then Xbox have gone. You know what? We're going to make Redfall and Starfield seventy dollars as well because they're so expensive to make. And the Nintendo's just gone like, okay, we'll be seventy dollars as well. It's like, but Nintendo, you're making Switch games. Why are they seventy dollars? That don't make no sense. Why? So yeah, now I've, now that's the standard price for everything, which is frustrating yeah. because. I normally would protest and not buy something if it's, if the price goes up, but this is a sequel to my favorite game of all time or one of my favorite games of all time. So I'm like, well, I've got to buy it. Yeah, Damn it's it, just Nintendo. like... you got me stuck here because it's bloody Legend of Zelda Twilight is the game, then. Yeah. I don't want to buy it for 70 quid, but I also need to play it because it's Tears of the Kingdom. I hate... Ah, why couldn't it be a rubbish game that they put up to 70 quid? Why? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. But, oh, fair. Um, <laughs> mind you, this is a very anticipated game anyway. But I was just going to say, 15 years ago, this is the same amount of money you pay for a deluxe edition for Xbox 360. And now it's yeah. the confirmed price for any retail game. So... I think people are going to be buying less and less games, and I think this is not going to be very great. It just means in the future that people will end up going for more subscription services than paying uh, full price for Vito games, or you yeah. have to get used to indie games, because at the moment, Pizza Tower is actually one of the uh, best, better games out. So that yeah. one, I'm just actually hoping for, for it to come to Xbox. But at the moment, you get it on like Steam, I think. Yeah, so, well, well our, current, our current game of the year, Hi-Fi Rush, 30 quid. It's an amazing game, Hi-Fi Rush, and it's 30 yes, quid. And it's a also point. a game pass. So, you know, and it's like, and it's not many games I'll pay 70 quid for, or $70 for. Like, I'm looking at my PlayStation 5, it's like, I wouldn't have bought God of War. I didn't buy God of War for price. I waited for it to go down a little bit. I want to get Spider-Man, but I probably will wait for that price to go down. There's nothing I would buy day one for 70 quid on PlayStation. I think the price is way too much. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom is about the only game I'm willing to pay $70 for. Maybe Starfield, but I'm getting that game pass, so, you know, that's fine. But, like, yeah, Tears of the Kingdom is about the only game I'm willing to pay $70 for. I think having that as a flat rate for all games is a bad idea, because I feel like $70 for Tears of the Kingdom, okay, I'll pay it. Pikmin 4 for $70. You're good, Nintendo. I'll pass for now. I like Pikmin, but I can, I can wait for that to go down in price. Like, you know, like, if you're going to say everything's $70 now, you, you're going to be careful because I think you get away with it with games like Tears of the Kingdom, which are like once in a generation type uh, type games. But if, you, you can, if you're trying to charge it for like, well, like Advance Wars, Reboot Camp, or Octopath Traveler 2 or $70 each. I'm not going to be paying $70 yeah. for any of those games. I don't know if they would ever do that because I think they only applies to Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, but 
I don't know. It's just like, yeah. it's only towards one anticipated game, but it could get worse from there. But yeah, anyway, whenever I see Centi Dollars yeah. on the Switch game, I would say it's just a switch off. And, hey. you know, I <laughs> would say that Nintendo don't on buying a game for Centi Dollars. Hey. I would say uh, it's a little bl- spaghetti with this whole thing. For, especially for the married game. I mean, we also discussed it a couple of weeks ago that Skyrim Special Edition on the Switch was $70 as well, which is also bonkers, considering that game is, like, ancient <laughs> at this point, which is like, why would... Yeah. So, uh, do better, Nintendo. I think $70 price... I think you need to have a bit more competitive pricing. I don't think everything should be the one price. I'm willing to pay $70 for Tears of the Kingdom because it is probably a sequel to one of the greatest games ever made, and I'm really excited for it. But if you're going to charge $70 for everything, I'm not going to be buying half your games anymore. I'm going to probably buy less because that price is a bit too, a bit steep. And it's the same for you, PlayStation, the same for you, Xbox. At least Xbox gives you the alternative of Game Pass to make things cheaper, you know? So I think, yeah, there we go. That's, that's, uh, that's all my opinion on that. Uh, something's happening in the. <laughs> oh, something's happening! You know what? This coming to come. It's high five watch crosses for spoken. Okay, I was going to say you had, you put some breaking news in there, but we will go back to what we already currently have. Okay, uh, high five rush. Yeah, destroys for spoken. I mean, so for spoken was highly hyped up, highly promoted by PlayStation. They they, they marketed the crap out of it. And it was a giant turd. Then Hi-Fi Rush came out. We didn't know about it, and it literally released the same day, and now it has completely dominated it in sales and in publicity and everything and trending and everything like that. Everyone loves Hi-Fi Rush. Like, review scores are higher. Sales are higher. I know it's uh, obviously they're not the same game, but it's the fact that they came out within, like, a week of each other. Hi-Fi Rush completely destroyed it. Um... I'm, I'm proud of it because it's just it makes me happy. And it reminds I don't know if you have that image. Ready, I'm probably not having that image ready, but it just reminds you of that image of Sasuke and uh, it's it's actually from Naruto. But you got like uh, you got Chai from <laughs> Hi-Fi Rush choking the character from Forspoken. I think I said it to you the other day. Mm. I'll see if I can bring that up. <laughs> Sasuke meme would probably be like Hi-Fi Rush Sasuke meme, but yeah, it's so funny. Uh, but yeah. Hi-Fi Rush is just dominant. It's one of the, yeah, it's this one of the best Xbox exclusive releases for a while. I mean, this is the best thing they've done since Forza Motorsport, uh, Forza Horizon Five, probably in two thousand twenty-one. Yeah, I mean, I like Grounded and stuff, but they didn't. None of them had this kind of like instant impact, you know. Oof, I love it. I love it. Absolutely adore Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, we've already talked about it loads already in this podcast, and in this podcast, and in the review, and in all our short videos. (laughs) But, yeah, brilliant game. Well deserves all the credits it's getting, all the, uh, all the punditry, all the, yeah. Forspoken also deserves to be trashed because it looks like a pile of trash, so good. I got the Sasuke choke thing, but I couldn't pinpoint it, but, I don't know, it's just like, um, there you go. Uh, there's uh, Sasuke being choked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
anyway, yeah, I can't see it on that side, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, hopefully, people don't mind about it. It's just like, but I think when I edit it, I just like put a watermark on it. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, Funny. but the trip yeah, is high five wash. <laughs> yeah, high five wash is currently going to be a game of the year, and it's already tipped by others. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but. It's it's definitely true that High Five Wash is like huge, and Forspoken it's been like, well, pretty much being like smeared so much that it just becomes a huge disappointment. Yeah, it was a massive turd. Uh, I found the picture, by the way. <laughs> you want to? Uh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of Forspoken. From what I've seen, it looks pretty average. A letdown from what I could tell. Um, but yeah, Hi Fi Rush was a pleasant surprise. My current game of the year, but you know, we are in February here, early February as well, not even late February. So we still got Starfield, we still got Legend of Zelda, we still got Redfall, we still got a lot of other games coming out this year that could be game of the year. Speaking, speaking of Redfall, Zegway. <laughs> uh, Redfall is always online. Bummer. Even on single player, you you need to be online. It's online check-in and all that. Is Xbox going back to the Xbox One era where we have to have be online all the time? What are you doing? What I've got a better doing? question. Um, why are they decided to make it online only? Who knows? It's a weird decision. Uh Xbox do better. I mean, I, I really haven't got much more to say about them. That's annoying. I think the I, pos- go- I like to think as if the it's online only, so it's like makes it easier for people to join in. But uh, I just okay. feel like if it's about the digital rights thing, then it's just weird because if they got a problem with that, why not just do it yeah. from the Xbox side of it, not the game side of it? But either I mean, way, it just seems as if like Redfall may have more reasons why it may not turn out just as great so but i don't know it could be great but i think it just seems like as if it's going to be a bit limiting to some people so yeah i was gonna, I was gonna say gabe newell like has a famous quote where he says you know if you want be, don't want people to pirate your games you give them a better service than what they get so i mean if you don't just put all these DRM bullshit in there, you just have Game Pass, people are not going to pirate your games. I mean, it's as simple as that. You don't need this. Yeah. Game Pass is already a better deal than, than pirating it anyway. Well, so, well, yeah. actually, um, Forspoken and Hogwarts Legacy has got same, some, same kind of DRM for, like, PC, where <clears throat> not that it has oh, right, to be on okay. the PC, but it also installs uh, more programs. Or as far as I heard, I think it could install programs where it uses power to monitor everything outside of the game so well yeah. we'll have to find out but it just seems as if i don't know it's just yeah. like only like a word of mouth but but obviously if it's indeed true then that's really bad because it can like take some processing power and i just think it's yeah. just so it's going to be a bit more difficult and i feel people will like be more drawn to like console games so yeah Anyway, it's just, uh, yeah. I think it's just a, how do I put, uh, I don't know, I was going to, I forgot what I was going to say, but then, anyway, speaking of which, 
Hogwarts Legacy has now got a Metacritic, which is about 85, which, unless if I check... Yeah, might have gone down since. Oh, did it? Oh, no. It's still it, might, it might have. I, I don't know. I haven't checked it in a while. It's actually 86 at the moment. Oh, okay. But yeah. I think that Xbox Series X is 89 and PC is 83. So therefore, it's getting above 80. And because of yeah. I done it on the uh, the Fantasy League, uh, sorry, the Fantasy Critic, yeah, it's now being registered as going to be more points for the PSV Trust guys, and yeah. and as and because I somehow like made it as a counter pick, I'm going to get reduced points yeah. by sixteen points. Mm. Uh, I think there's still probably going to be reviews to uh, come because that's in the news story. I don't know how accurate this is, so obviously take it to a pinch of salt, but there was a rumour going around that most outlets who are pro-trans, who yes. are like pro-trans rights, weren't receiving review copies. It seemed to only be companies who seemed to be uh, cool with J.K. Rowling, who seemed to be getting all the review copies early. I'm imagining this review score might go down because they've basically been handpicking their favourites to review it. Which is a bit frustrating. Like Kotaku and kind of funny and stuff didn't get review copies, whereas like other other, other websites who were a bit less critical of J.K. Rowling did get uh, review copies, which is very strange. Uh, so, we'll, as I said, this is just a rumor. I'm not sure how accurate this is. It might just be just a coincidence, but that does seem to be what's going on, which is a bit frustrating. I checked uh, around I like- and. I think it just seems like. Uh, I think it just seems like it's all rumors and speculation, and the news are yeah. all over the place. So therefore, we may not have the best source of knowing what it is. Yeah. So just be warned if this is indeed true or not. But either way, yeah. if it's true, then this is completely wrong, and yeah. I think it's just not going to be good. But as it still stands, if you're excited to play the game, I won't stop you, but. I recommend to not play it or or even buy it if you not like overly interested or you have doubt whether you can buy this because because it, the only thing it does is just like contributes to J.K. Rowling's pockets if you buy the game but I don't know how much of a deep cut it is in terms of payments but but I think it's a good practice to not go for it unless you're really excited yeah. for it and you want to play the game then. Get it if you wish, but it's up to you. Yeah. I think it's, you know, from what I've heard, the reviews say it's pretty mediocre. The only reason it's getting high reviews is because people like the Harry, there's people who are reviewing it like the Harry Potter world. They said if it wasn't a Harry Potter setting, they would probably review it lower. So it's like, okay, fair enough then. So I mean, like, I don't know. From what I've heard, I've heard it's pretty, like, average. I'm not, I'm not sold on it personally. I like, I like the Harry Potter universe, but. I'm not. I'm not sold on it. I never thought the game looked that good. To be perfectly honest. Also, um, I mean, it's not. Contra- it's, it's not considered controversial. This, uh, but the fact that there's less content on the Xbox version is is complete bull. Really? I hate that as well. Yeah, like PlayStation's getting all exclusive characters, exclusive uh, exclusive areas, exclusive missions, exclusive this, exclusive that. So it's like, oh, whatever. 
I don't care then if you like I don't like feeling like I'm getting a lesser product, so and I would buy if I'm gonna buy it, I'm gonna buy an Xbox, which I'm not gonna buy it, but if I was, I would buy an Xbox and I'd get a lesser product, so F you. Uh, like yeah. Avengers the Avengers Marvel game they brought out didn't have <coughs> Excuse me. Didn't have Spider Man on Xbox. Like you bought, it's, you paid the same price, so you had less content. It's like it's like I hate that stuff. It really annoys me. And hence, it, they're not going to do well. So more PlayStation yeah, content I, not going to sell well. <laughs> not going to sell well on Xbox anyway. And uh, you know, I know Xbox is a smaller fan base, but it is frustrating. I prefer like if they didn't do that, but you know, it's just, that's business, I suppose. But. To me, it just puts me off buying it. it anyway, it, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't make me want to buy the PlayStation version more. It makes me want to not buy the Xbox version. Yeah, true. It just true. makes you not want to buy it. That's like that's how I always feel when it comes to this kind of exclusivity. Now, I need to put in that currently there's no user reviews by the time of this recording, but it could be up like by the time that this episode's released. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see how people review the game. So. Pretty much it. Yeah. Anyway, we've got to move on now because we're oh, close yeah. to the hour on doing the news. So, breaking news, Flash. Um, okay. Microsoft Activision could harm gamers and there's a decision made by the UK regulator. According to Eurogamer, <laughs> the professional report warns of higher prices, fewer choices or less innovation. It's so dumb. So dumb. I hate that. Higher prices. PlayStation put the prices up. Exactly. PlayStation PlayStation put the prices up. Xbox is giving you more choices by putting it on Game Pass. Games like Call of Duty are now going to give you more choices. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It bloody frustrates me that they keep doing stuff like that. And it's... And it's going to be good. So if if you just use Call of Duty as the only example... It's going to be on Switch, it's going to be on PC, it's going to be on PlayStation, it's going to be on Xbox. It's also going to be on Game Pass, so you can get it for cheaper. Also, they were going to put it on PlayStation Plus, so it would be cheaper that way. So you're giving people more options, to more places to buy the game, and more price variation, like different ways of paying for it. How is that worse for consumers? It doesn't make any sense. Well, mind you, it's not not final, so... Okay, you're done. It's not a final judgment because <laughs> the final report of it is coming out at the 26th of April. So it might give a final yes, yeah. opinion of it. But Microsoft has said the statement that it would grant 100% equal access to Call of Duty across all major platforms, including PlayStation. Exactly. Something which was previously being raised as a major sticking point. So they released a full statement that says, like, we are committed to offering effective and easily enforceable solutions that address the CMA's concerns. Yeah. Our commitment to grant long-term 100% equal access to Call of Duty to Sony, Nintendo, Steam, and others preserves the deal's benefits to gamers and bearers and increases competition in the market. 75% of respondents to the CMA's public consultation agree that this deal is good for competition in UK gaming. So, I mean... Exactly. If a public say it's fine and they, they say it's not, then it, this is, it seems to be as if they've been biased and f- seem to be more sympathetic towards PlayStation. 
So it's just I'm weird. So, I'm so frustrated. Like PlayStation's the front runner. They've already making more way more money than Xbox. Xbox are trying to close the gap and they're not letting them. That's literally what this is. This is like instead of making it more competitive, you're making it less competitive. You're making Xbox more of you're pushing for Xbox further back. You're like making them like you know, they're already third place. This is them trying to close the gap a bit. It doesn't make sense. It's annoying. It's not good for consumers, not good for customers. PlayStation do all this shady practice because they're number one and they can get away with it. And they're going to keep getting away with it until you let other people compete against them. I don't understand it. It's baffling. Well, like PlayStation are being super dodgy. And yet, when Xbox tries to like combat it, they get stopped. It's so frustrating. So well, frustrating. the CMA also stated this that <sighs> Microsoft's ownership of Activision would reinforce Microsoft's strong position in the sector and substantially reduce competition. Oh, it improves competition. What the hell are they on about? It's like they say, like, PlayStation doesn't exist. Do you, is that what you're saying? Like, if Xbox gets Call of Duty, then they're gonna, then PlayStation's going to go bankrupt, and so is Nintendo, and yeah. so is PC market. That's it's not so a Sony, stupid. It's not a Sony product, in fact. They're already, like, sending a lot of God of War and Horizon, as well as Australia, the which is exclusive to PlayStation. Oh. So it's just as if, like, oh, PlayStation needs CMA to survive and sees the deal as nothing more than a threat, but then it's just treated <laughs> as some kind of legitimate concern. But it's if it's just uh, preposterous. If Xbox wasn't under Microsoft, this wouldn't be an issue. <laughs> that's what it is it really is it's just the fact that oh it's microsoft so they're baddies because they're the big bad because because microsoft's a much bigger company than sony then that means that's the end of the world if they actually gain any kind of momentum and actually close the gap it's bloody ridiculous it's like their third place like let them catch up a little bit for god's sake it's like you're like <sighs> it doesn't make any sense it's like a free horse race and then you're like Punishing third place for trying to get for, for trying to catch up. It's ridiculous. Uh, uh, How was that competitive? I know you're Don't angry start. about this, but we need to get on because we're heading towards the hour. So anyway, yeah, Activision okay. Blizzard's anyway, yeah. boss Bobby Kotick earlier said that the UK blocking the deal could leave post-Brexit Britain looking like a Death Valley than a Silicon Valley. Ouch. <laughs> I never usually like to agree with Bobby Kotick, so I'm going to just ignore. Let's uh, not agree. I don't want to really agree with him, to be honest, because he's a bit of a tool. But, anyway, uh, yeah. there's also a poll that's run for all the people there. And apparently, 60% of people said, uh, agree that the Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal be allowed to go through, compared to no being at 29%. So, obviously, People want this deal to go through. It's only the yeah. the authoritative bodies don't really want to go this through. When I think it's just yeah. trying to make excuses for this to not go through, and I think this is usually a huge problem with it made a huge deal with the uh, the countries in the Europe in Europe, and also yeah. with some members of the FMA. So this this is just embarrassing. Now, I don't get it. It's, it's boggling my mind. I'm going to go through the comments here on this article. 
And it says here, the CMA will still inform Microsoft and Activision Blizzard of possible remedies and options to redress its concerns, who then commented, this will be an interesting thing. All the reports so far of a major has been expressing general fake disapproval, an explanation of the things Microsoft and Activision would need to do or commit to in order to make the regulator happy would actually add something to the conversation, which will now play out in this comment thread as tediously as it normally does. Yeah. I'm just a bit... I'm just getting annoyed with this whole Activision thing now. I just want to get it done. Just either block it or let it go through. I'm just kind of getting to the point now where it's just like... I'm fed up of talking about it. It's been over a year now. It's just like, let us just go... Let us just get on with it, for God's sake. And I Diablo on Game Pass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to get on. Sorry. Uh, if this yeah, fails, maybe Microsoft could look at acquiring... Uh, one of Brothers games and bring some of the recent Temple releases into the Jeep Game Pass ecosystem? What do you think? Uh, yeah, or Sega, or Capcom. I prefer Sega. Really. I would prefer Sega as well. Sega's my, my we've seen this every time. Sega's my go-to. If I, if I was going to pick a company to buy, it would be Sega, hands down. That seems like the most sense to me. Um, it definitely works with the Jap- Japanese market. Uh, and then someone like made this very long comment. I don't know how I would share that, but I'm not going to be able to go through all of it. So I'm going to repost what I said in this about this before, as I still think it's a, still relevant, especially Microsoft talking about Call of Duty and made, trying to make it about that. And it's about Xbox versus PlayStation, according to the commenter. So it says this is completely the wrong way to think about these types of acquisitions in the video game market. What makes a video game market competitive it's not the existence of multiple hardware manufacturers but a multitude of publishers and competing titles first of the basic numbers in the last financial year Sony reported hardware sales represented 21.5 percent of our playstation division secondly hardware is generally the gateway to more profitable sectors and therefore little incentive for mass profit team from hardware and Thirdly, and most importantly, platform holders' ability to influence game places through hardware domination is extremely limited. Now, I don't know, I just I don't want to end up like reading all of it, but I think it just seems like as if uh, suggesting that competition is not to do with hardware, it's just also like how publishers and everyone is competing for the audience. I guess. I don't know, it seems silly to me, but there you go. It's just, I, just, I just want it done. I... I'm kind of fed up of talking about it, to be perfectly honest. Oh, and there's, I think there's a TDLR, though, or was it? I don't know. In the context of our analysis, you can see here where this statement's coming from. If Microsoft or the Sonomamba Mega Publishers would control the entire AAA gaming output, then those issues would likely occur. One, higher prices, monopolies and oligopolies can charge higher prices. Two, fewer choices, a few games because competitors are up video games, and monopoly would reduce the number of the games made because they are cannibalizing their own sales. Three, less innovation. Innovation is driven by competitive markets and indeed to better rivals to gain market share. A monopoly already has all the market share. It's a very okay. well written comment that I don't it's know. It's stupid. <laughs> it's a stupid comment that makes no sense. I literally just said uh. this a minute ago. It's the fact that we are like 
it's on more it's gonna be on more systems, it's gonna be in sold in different price ranges, and the people who put prices up is PlayStation. Xbox haven't put prices up, so why like PlayStation have already put prices up. It's like well, if Xbox does this, they could put prices up. It's like, well, PlayStation have already put prices up. So what are you on about? Like it doesn't make sense. It's such a dumb fucking argument. I'm sorry, I'm getting mad now. It's making me mad. It's making me angry. I'm an angry potato. <laughs> well, let's move on. Then. I'm, fed up. I'm fed up and listening to them talking complete nonsense. Sony people. Like, just let us get Activision so we can compete, for God's sake. It's good for you if we get Activision, because then Sony's going to have to compete and buy more people. Whatever. It's just annoying. Anyway, topic of the show! Woo! Of the show! OIP Live Services. Live services are dead. Thank you for watching. Until next... No. Uh, <laughs> we love Halo Infinite. That's a live service, but... Uh, it's not been the best, and we've been very critical of it, but there's a lot of other live services that are actually properly dead now. Rumbleverse, Avengers, Crossfire X, Knockout City, and Apex Mobile all closed this week, or all announced that they're closing this week, and there's probably more as well, uh, as Alice is making notes, I think. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, what's I? Yeah, I'm just going to look. Uh, Sonic... Pizza, media. I don't know what that is. <laughs> but yeah, um, Apex Legend. Yeah, so Apex Mobile won the iPhone, the iPhone Game of the Year last year, and then lot, and then it's actually closed down. It's actually closing down now, which is really sad. Crossfire X came out less than a year ago, and it's already getting closed down avengers is closing down even though it should have been a good game i mean we were already saying about avengers earlier that the fact that they kept spider-man exclusive to playstation was a bad thing it's almost um, as if banos just keeps clicking his fingers exactly uh <laughs> uh it's, it's a lot of just the live services just being closed down permanently which is really frustrating it's like um I don't know. It's just, I mean, PlayStation have said that they're going to bring out another five live service games over the next couple of years. They're going to move more into live service space. This should be a warning to them that maybe that's not something they should do because it looks like live service might not be profitable. I mean, what? we got Destiny 2, maybe World of Warcraft would count as a live service, I guess. Um, well, that would be Halo. interesting if it's a live service game, but it's already like something you pay monthly for. <clears throat> But yeah, Destiny Apex, Two, Apex. <laughs> I mean, it's literally. I think you can like literally name it on like two hands, like successful live service games. Like so you get like Destiny Two, Fortnite, Apex, and then even even Apex Legends uh, mobile failed. So those three are probably and then like I don't know, four guys. Um, then Halo, but Halo, everyone says it's crap. Even though I like it. Uh, it's like it's like, you know, it's like what five? That's five good live services. It's probably more. Um, it's probably more than that. But it just like it's just like it seems like every live service is shut it down. I feel like the the exception to the rule is the ones that do well. I mean, like the ones that do well are like the rarities. I mean, the majority of live service games fail and uh, fail miserably. Like don't even get f- past a year of existence. Which is just crazy to me. Um, 
I think this should be a warning sign for PlayStation not to do it because they're saying they're going to make a load of live service games. And I feel like Xbox are the only ones who seem to be able to do live service well with like games like Sea of Thieves and uh, Ground. Even though Ground is not really a live service, but you know, like, like keeping games up and, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying, multiplayer games. I don't know. What do you think? I, I'm. It's sad to see all these games closing down, but I'm not surprised because Avengers was awful. Crossfire X was awful. I um, would say... It's won a reward now, so I don't know. I would say the biggest problem is that the games were too spread out. Like, for what is used to be, like, unique, like, Destiny yeah. was intended a live service game, which hasn't got into a right kind of ecosystem yet. And that was in 2015. Yeah. Then you have Fortnite, which arrived... Uh, close to 2020, could be in 2018, I don't know. But it was that Battle yeah. Royale gameplay, along with Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, that sparked a huge craze for live service games. Because I have watched the video and talk about live service games, where it used to be like you buy complete games, you used to queue up midnight for all of it, and now it's just like yeah. you buy the game that's half baked, and then you wait every season for the content to roll in. So, exactly. why used to be like we waited outside for Halo Three? I didn't, but people I queued did. up for <laughs> Halo Three, got it, go on the maps, and enjoy it. Halo Infinite, it's like multiplayer came out in the beta state just before Halo Infinite, and does not have a lot of content, and we have to wait yeah. a year for the Forge to come out. And we have to wait. We're still waiting for like season three. Like each season's like six months, which is ridiculously long for a live service game. Uh, the only ones who seem to do it right are like I don't like to say it because I don't like Fortnite, but Fortnite seems to be the only ones who seem to be doing it correctly. Uh, they seem to be keeping a consistency. They seem to have consistent stuff coming out for that service. Um, yeah, it's it's. I feel like the live service game. This should be a warning that stop chasing out of the live service games. Not there's only, there's only enough time in the day for people to play one or two of these, and they're not going to play your knockout cities or your rumble verses because you know they're weird and they're not very interesting. <laughs> so like, I feel like you should try and like maybe not do live service. I guess I feel like that should be something that should be. Uh, yeah, they, they seem to be forced in live service. I feel like this is something they should try and get rid of. Try, um, try not to do it as much, I don't know. I would say that Fortnite is pretty much on the nose. All these games are in the yeah. Battle Royale, and any one of them will survive and win the game. Yeah, Because at the end, True. it's only going to be PlayerUnknown Battlegrounds, PUBG, and Fortnite gunning for like the first place. But I think, given the marketing perspective, is that Fortnite is likely to come out on top. Yeah, definitely. I feel like Fortnite seems to be the the one game that seems to be successful. Everyone's trying to like chase Fortnite. Everyone's trying to be the next Fortnite. And the, the thing is, there's not going to be a next Fortnite. I think it's going to be some, it's going to be another trend. I think the live service trend is already people are already getting tired of it. I feel like people are already kind of fed up with live service games already. It's yeah, like the novelty of it kind of already worn off. Yeah, that's why uh, I'm not a fan of them. Really, I'm like I, I want to have a game that's as you said, fully baked when I get it. I don't want to have a game that's like half made. Um, yeah, I like I really mean, love Halo, but I would much prefer to maybe hate playing Halo Three right now than be playing Halo Infinite, like because it felt like it had more content and it was more 
content complete, whereas Halo Infinite feels like it's missing stuff still, even like nearly two years after release. Well, I missing content. Uh, may I add that it's already turned into the saturated market where you have so many live service games that people will lose sight of what to get. Like from my yeah. personal experience, I used to like play a bit of Fortnite, but then I'm like got off it. There's Destiny. Yeah, I played Destiny. Didn't get to pl- Destiny, Destiny yeah. two, and I think it's a little bit too late to be turned into live service game. And then Halo Infinite. Something I still play, but it gets really tiresome. And yeah. then I played some Paladins, and by the time the Overwatch 2 came out, Paladins just like ran out of juice for it. And then yeah. Overwatch 2 played a bit of it, connection issues, and then keeps taking out lots of content that are very expensive to buy. Uh, Pat, it's a hard pass. So I just uninstalled Overwatch 2, yeah. so therefore, because it's just quite literally the same game and really has more expensive microtransactions in it, so it's just ridiculous. I feel like I feel like most online games now, like multiplayer games, it's more like it's become more and more of a grind as the years mm. have gone on. Like I feel like RPGs have got rid of got rid of grinding, whereas multiplayer shooters and stuff have, have added grinding. Like you literally just play for hours and hours and hours just to unlock like or oh, I could get a red reticule for my gun if I like, play for another 40 hours. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> that's fun. Like, you know, it's like, I, they're being stingy with their content. They need to be more like Borderlands where you literally have so much guns you don't know what the hell to use. Like, like too much. Like, if you can put too much content in there, it'd be much better than too little. I feel like they're, like, drip-feeding you and trying to go, like, hey, keep playing. If you play for another 12 hours, you can get this uh, random visor colour. I'm like, cool. No, thank you. <laughs> like, you know, it's like they need to. I don't know. I feel like if they had more consistency and had more content going, like you feel like you're locking stuff more repeat, like quickly. And probably, like I feel like people will be more interested in it. I don't know. I felt like you. It, it, maybe, maybe I'm just old. I'm old fashioned, but I miss my games when they're like content complete. <laughs> mm. Anyway, so um, I think I think to me it's just like. Live service, it's got the novelty wearing off. And I think now it's just yeah. people like trying to get back to fun the games. But I don't know, are we getting closer to it? Or is it going to be more of this mess? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. This is the thing. Like, so Bethesda, we're all going down, we're going down the live service uh, market before Xbox purchased them. So we had like Fallout 76 and Older Scrolls Online. And now we go back to Starfield. I feel like we're now they've set they fixed the course with it. So I feel like Xbox are kind of they've had live service games and now they're moving away from them. And whereas PlayStation had first person dad sad dad games, and now they're moving over into live service games. Uh, so I feel like live services are gonna be a big thing for PlayStation with like the Last of Us factions and stuff. But Xbox, I think, are moving away from it, moving into more single player games, which I'm totally down for. I'm more of that's more my style. I think um, it's worth getting to Xbox yeah. for that. Definitely. I you know, I feel like give me I I much prefer to have another hi fi rush than like some random like live service game, to be perfectly honest. Give me more well, hi fi rush. Mind you, yes. there's like <laughs> um Back for Blood or like Crossfire, as well as Outriders. Outriders? Yeah. Outriders, Outriders. didn't fly mm, off the ground. Like yeah, it didn't fly off the ground. 
isn't it? I mean, we get Redfall soon. That's kind of a live service-ish, but it's not really. It's just a four-player co-op shooter. Mm. I feel like that's more of the what we're going to be getting from, play, from Xbox is like a... Is just uh, you know co-op multiplayer games, which I'm totally down for. Minecraft Legends is, I suppose, might be a bit of a service game. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. No, it will be like mm. Minecraft Dungeons, where it's just a single player game that only has like DLC with it. I hope it's, so. It's multiplayer as well, though. It's multiplayer. You can play against each other or team up in it. So uh, okay. Yeah. But the uh, Minecraft Dungeons has got co-op as well, so. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's also so, more player. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying, I feel like some companies are still kind of like Ubisoft and stuff are probably going to still be chasing the live service game like market, trying to get the money out of it. But I think a lot of companies are starting to see that there's not much money in there's not much gold in them hills. <laughs> I think it's even <laughs> worse when uh, live service games are like trying to rely on NFTs as consumables. Oh, but then it has been talked about a lot, so that's a problem. Yeah, the NFTs are going to be the next big thing, and they're the next fad. There's always a fad with gaming, and it really annoys me. Just make good games, goddammit. <laughs> that's all I want is some good games. Anyway. I think we should better wrap up. Anyway. Yes. I think we're getting the... I got two my questions. My dog's to wake up, so... <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, go two ahead. questions now. So, first question is, yep. which game would you reckon be the next one to get cancelled? Like, we got Avengers cancelled, we got Chuggerbee JP cancelled, so what's next? Oh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of live game. So it's like anything that's got like any kind of... Like, uh, that Disney go-karting game, maybe? That looked kind of rubbish. That, that That's probably going to get closed down. It hasn't been released yet, and it's also made by. <laughs> Oops! <laughs> the game is not even out yet. I'm already saying it's going to be closing down. Jesus, I'm so mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I can't think. Of, I'm trying to think. I'm sure there's loads of them that I can think of. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. I was kind of uh, thinking Paladins because I think it's just Paladins like Paladins, maybe yeah. Paladins is relying on like more content. Smite is still getting more content, but I think the reason these games are still up is because of Highway Studios keeping them on yeah. live support. But it really depends if they're going to go in to fix the bugs and bring more gameplay stuff. But it will be a bit surprising, but not 100% surprising if Overwatch gets Overwatch 2 gets cancelled because of this Ooh, whole Activision and Blizzard thing. So... But then, uh, who knows? It's oh, something that... Overwatch is still super popular. I think. I don't think I can't see Overwatch being cancelled, but maybe I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Life service games, which are not very popular. I'm trying to think of ones that are not popular, and then I because I block them out of my like Rumbleverse and Knockout City. I even forgot where a thing until they popped up. I was uh, thinking so these like... games are pretty good. There's also Border Mania, which is like a Super Smash Brothers clone. So I don't know how that's going on. Oh yeah, Brawlhalla, Brawlhalla, and stuff like that. Yeah, um, what was it? Uh, yeah, but that's not really live service. I'm trying to think of live service games now. Uh, uh, I feel like Fallout, Fallout 76, and Elder Scrolls Online are going to still be around because they're now owned by Microsoft. Mm. Um, I feel so there is still going to be live service games, but I think there's going to be less of them. I'm just trying to think of more yes. ones that might die out. 
Uh, Outriders is a good one, like you said. I think that's probably might be next on the list because mm. that's yeah, yeah. Rainbow Six Siege, not Siege, um, Extraction, the spin-off one they made where you had to kill aliens. Oh, I forgot about that. So maybe that's the one. <laughs> maybe that one. Uh, you said you had two questions. What was the other one? Do you remember? Uh, do you seriously believe that Halo Infinite might get cancelled? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think like, they're going to still support it, but I think it's not going to get as much support as it used to. And I think they're going to start work on Halo 7 instead. I feel like it was initially going to be a 10-year plan. I think it's probably going to be more like a five-year plan now. I think they'll probably like maybe do a season four, maybe do a season five. And then he'll probably be like, look forward to Halo 7 in 2028 or 2027. If I was was the one to make a prediction now, I would say that Halo Infinite will remain up until they release a game in Unreal Engine because now it's it's very likely that Halo games will be on Unreal Engine there's a battle wire which yeah. will, as soon as it comes out, Halo Infinite will be on its last legs because uh, because once you have someone that is on Unreal Engine, those games are going to get worked on because of how easy the engine is. So I think Halo Infinite might... I would predict that Season 4 will come out, but I think it's more likely that they will be focusing on more content, possibly one or two modes, because there's a... Yeah possible that it may get infection mode doing season three but it's just like they're more likely to give a bit more stuff until they release a game that is in unreal engine but i don't know it's just like halo infinite may not last longer than like two years because it's got a demanding uh player base and now the company is being through the huge major reshuffle which means yeah like they're they're more likely to go to the Unreal Engine. It's just a question whether they would decide to like repurpose Halo Infinite, reboot it in Unreal Engine Five. Well, what do you think? Possibly, I feel like there's always going to be an active Halo game on the Xbox. So if they bring out the Halo like multiplayer battle royale, I don't think they would get rid of Infinite. I think it'd still be up. But I just think they'll stop making new battle passes for it or whatever. I think you'll just be like, and that's it. You can still play it, but we're not going to add to it anymore. You can just, if you want new stuff, you have to do the battle royale now. I mean, that might be it, really. It's disappointing too it. because the game's got like the most powerful forge mode and it's still yeah. active. But it will be really sad to see the same state as Halo Five. That it's already got the content over like a few years but it stopped being updating and you only have one of the few yeah. modes selectable because you can't do war zone on it and you can only play like Team Slayer on Halo 5. So that's what this game's being reduced to. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with Halo. I really hope... I love Halo. It's like one of my favourite series of all time. It's the reason I'm an Xbox fan. Um, I hope it succeeds, but I can also see it getting like, slowly packed away. But... It, Halo is always going to be Xbox's face. It's like it's the Mario of of, of of Xbox, isn't it? It's the face of Xbox. So I feel like they will still be pushing a Halo game. 
just yeah, as you said, maybe it'll be this battle royale game that's about to be coming out. I don't know. Yes. I'll be interested to see. Uh not a fan of live service games, as I said. It makes you kind of appreciate Halo Infinite when you see all these other these other live service games kind of die in though. So you know, at least they survived longer than uh, Rumbleverse did in Crossfire X. <laughs> yeah, true. So, yeah. Uh, I think that's it for today's episode, right? Is there anything else you wanted to discuss? Or Yeah, that's, that's all right. I think I already went through what we talk about. Because we thought it's going to be a slow news week, but we ended up having more news. And a lot of shocks are galore. Yeah. So... Thank you for listening to Xbox the Box. Just enjoy yeah, it this week. We're going to be uh, doing our Nintendo Direct reactions, but this is probably going to be up after that. So we would have already reacted to it. So, yeah. I know it's Nintendo, not Xbox, but we still enjoy our... We like video games, so we'll do, we're going to do that as well. Yeah. So tune in for that, or vice versa. And thank you for getting us to 50 subscribers. We really appreciate it. If you want to join, If you want to join the community... Uh, please subscribe leave a like and a comment and all that jazz and uh, yeah thank you for watching and that's it for me do you want to add anything before I wrap up nah I was just all I say is bye too sweet edit guys bye. bye thank you for listening to the X Marks the Box podcast follow us at X Marks Box on Twitter or X Marks the Box on YouTube, and follow us on all audio podcast services. Thanks for listening.